Welcome, Surgery Center listeners. Welcome to episode number one of the Excellentia podcast, Surgery Center Chat. Hi, I'm Roger Manning. I'm here with Kathy Montgomery. We are both managing partners and founders of Excellentia Advisory Group, who is hosting this Surgery Center Chat podcast. The podcast series is intended to uh, discuss current hot topics in regulatory compliance and other pertinent industry news as we hear it, and we'll have some guest interviews with some successful surgery center management folks and ASC industry people from all around the country. We intend to provide you with a new podcast presentation on a weekly basis, so please stay tuned to our webpage for upcoming episodes and uh, find us on iTunes and other popular podcast providers that you listen to. We are kicking off episode number one on the topic of quality reporting 2019. So welcome to the show. Today's presenter is Kathy Montgomery, who is the founder, managing partner, and the president of Excellentia Advisory Group. And as I said, Kathy is going to be speaking on quality reporting, the changes that have taken place in 2019. So Kathy, why don't you take over the show at this point? How fitting to start 2019 with this new exciting addition to the services provided by Excellent Advisory Group for Surgery Centers. You know, our goal has always been to provide you education via our interactive webinar series, our live conferences, and our e-membership. And I know many of you participate in those and we're thrilled to have you. But sometimes we feel the need to communicate brief topics more quickly. In the past, we've utilized email to disseminate that information, but it's become apparent that is no longer the best route to get this, these brief updates out to you. I'm hearing that my emails are not getting through to some of you. That's likely a combination of spam filters, and I know that some of you have relocated to new positions at alternate facilities, which means my email address for you is outdated. Since I still want to get these updates to you, I know it's really important to keep you in the loop on all the new initiatives out there. We're going to use this podcast format going forward. I'm hoping that you'll go to our website weekly to see what's new with our Surgery Center chat. So for today's first session, let's go over quality reporting for ambulatory surgery centers, specifically the changes for 2019. You do know the measures change every year. That in and of itself makes this program just a wee bit challenging. So back in November last year, the release came out for 2019. Typically, I would have created a full webinar on this topic, but this year was so much different. They are dropping more measures than they're adding. So let me share that information with you today. It's actually a lot of good news. I'm hoping it will streamline your workload. Let me start with a cautionary note, ASC 8. You know it as tracking facility employees, physicians, students, and vendors who received the flu vaccination. Then you would log on to NHSN, the National Healthcare Safety Network, and report your facility results by November, I'm sorry, by May 15th of the next year. 
Well, the good news is this measure has been discontinued. So you will not be reporting your 2018 results in 2019, and it will have no effect on your 2020 payments. As I mentioned earlier, a cautionary note, make sure that you know what your state expects of you. They just might require you to submit this information still, collect it and submit it somehow, some way. Additionally, I I'm sure that you all remember how difficult it was to set up that NHSN account. If I were you, I would continue to log on every 60 days to refresh that account so you don't get locked out, just in case next year there's a new measure that you will need to report through NHSN. You would end up starting a new account all over again. No fun in that. I generally don't like to discuss potential measures that have been proposed because half the time they don't get approved and then everyone was working on it and prepared for not. I find myself very confusing. But in this case, I would be remiss if I did not alert you that there are discussions about future measures that will be reported via NHSN. So so just in case, if you already have an NHSN account, keep it active that would be in your best interest. And let me just add that this probably isn't just a rumor, as I heard it from Donna Slasberg, the executive director of the ASC Quality Collaboration. The Quality Collaboration, it it predates the the Quality Reporting Program. The collaboration, they've been at this since about 2006. They are specific to ASCs, which is great for us. They coordinate the efforts with CMS, the CDC, and quality net. So Donna often has the inside scoop as a general rule. However, if you don't have an NHSN account, save yourself the grief and wait till that actually happens before you put in the time and effort to set it up. It takes hours. And I'll tell you, you're going to get plenty of advance notice. So don't worry about it. As far as retirement of this measure, I think it'll be interesting to see if this changes the behavior at our facilities. I know many of you offered the flu vaccine on site for your staff. I certainly hope that continues. And those of you who are Joint Commission accredited, listen up. You know they have an initiative for 90% compliance by 2020 as part of their infection control standards. So you're going to need to continue your tracking and discussion of the overall benefits just to enable compliance. In addition to that, I have a few clients that required non-vaccinated persons to wear a mask throughout their shift. Not popular with the employees, but some facilities, they felt obligated when the area hospitals required the same. I can't wait to see how this practice continues. It'll be, it'll be quite interesting. We're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsor. We want to remind you that Excellentia offers an e-membership program that has recently been enhanced to include many more features to it compared to the older version, which only had training videos. We have enhanced the e-membership of the library policies and procedures, added forms, discount opportunities, have a calendar of industry events, a new feature that we're excited about called Tuesday Morning Coffee with Kathy. It's a webcast and going to be held on most Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Central Time, just exclusively for e-members to get together and chat with Kathy. You'll hear a a topic of interest, but Kathy will be offering an opportunity for some Q&A with you folks as well. And the e-membership is now available really at the same price as the original e-membership, but we've chalked it full of more features and benefits for the same money. So how many times do you get offered more without paying for more? Not very often, right? 
So we hope you find our e-membership a great value for your surgery center. All right, let's move on to some more good news. ASC1, the burn measure, ASC2, falls, ASC3, all of the wrongs, and ASC4, hospital transfers and admissions. Those are those measures that reported using the G codes. These four measures have all been suspended. So this measure, effective January 1st of this year, 2019, you do not need to apply the G codes any longer. Everyone was scoring so high, it was decided there was little room for improvement and the, the cost outweighed the benefits. But if you have 2018 billing that's outstanding, you got a little bit of a backlog, continue to code those, but then you can stop. Those of you who have defaults set up in your systems that continue to apply the G-codes, no worries. There is no issue for submitting them on your claims when they're not required. I am told this will not affect your reimbursement. Now, you may recall in the early years of the quality reporting program when we had ASC6, you were tracking the safe surgery checklist, better known as timeouts, and then you went on to QualityNet and just reported a simple yes and no. That measure measure also was retired a few years ago, but honestly, nobody stopped doing the timeouts because regulations still require it. In a similar fashion, you are not going to stop tracking burns, falls, admits, and the wrongs just because Quality Reporting Program suspended these measures. Whether it's an incident report or an adverse event form that you're filling out, whatever you want to call it, you're still going to continue to track and trend these situations. Okay, now for the best news yet, ASC 15A through E, which you know is the Consumer Assessment of Healthcare Providers and Systems, or let me put that in English, Outsourced Patient Satisfaction Surveys, postponed yet again. Yay. I don't know how long we can keep getting by with this. They, there are currently about 400 surgery centers that have been part of a voluntary program for the last two years. These were the early adapters who felt that they were getting a leg up. Well, the comments coming in every time they post this in the Federal Register as a proposal over the last few years have not really gotten any better. They feel like it's too expensive, the survey's too long, the complexity of the process is just overwhelmingly concerning. The development of this measure has been underway since 2012, and it was first proposed in the Federal Register for public comment in 2015. I haven't spoken to a single person who's sad that this measure keeps stalling out. The only one I can think of would maybe be the vendors who spent extensive time developing these programs, getting approved, and not getting paid for it now because they can't sell it. Ouch. One last measure that's been removed is ASC-10. You might recall this as the GI measure that assesses patients that are 18 and older having a surveillance colonoscopy. They're looking for that follow-up interval of three or more years since their last colonoscopy. So kind of a look back, how long has it been in between colonoscopies, just to make sure that we're not doing them too quickly. You're still going to need to enter your 2018 information before May 15th of 2019 into your account with QualityNet, but then you're finished with this measure after that. You won't need to track information for 2019, and there will be no data submission after May 15th of 2019 for this measure. So as you can see, many deletions. 
I can definitely see a trend towards CMS collecting information behind the scenes from our billing and coding as it relates to patients being hospitalized after a procedure at one of our ASCs. There seems to be, well, there is a huge concern that many procedures, as they migrate from the hospital to the ASC, patients might still end up in an acute care facility postoperatively. So what they've done is they've added two new measures for 2019 that will be tracking this for orthopedic measures, and that's going to be referred to as ASC 17 and urology procedures, which is going to be known as ASC 18. These measures will be managed just as our current ASC 12 measure that looks at patients that are hospitalized after an outpatient colonoscopy. The facility doesn't need to lift a finger. CMS looks at our coding and generates a report to gather this information. So this is a claims-based process, and that in and of itself appears to be an efficient way to gather statistical information that hopefully will flush out these quality issues going forward. After all, that is the goal of the program. Sometimes I think we get lost in the side of, you know, lose sight of the goal, you know, we kind of get wrapped up in the minutia of it all. We're trying to make sure that we get it right. So we don't have any financial penalties. But the program was definitely designed to watch over the quality of what we're doing. I know that it's definitely hard to balance, especially when there are so many other duties on your plate. But I do feel like these claims based measures may just pave the way changing us over for from pay for reporting to pay for performance. It would probably behoove facilities to review their pre-op phone call technique, you know, just to make sure that you're not missing any important questions. Remember, not all patients belong in an ASC. These measures do have rule outs for certain comorbidities, but it's probably still best for facilities not to rely on that and take a little bit of a check at who you're admitting. So that explains the various changes that are important to you for closing out 2018 and digging into 2019 related to quality reporting. I think we can all agree this is a great outcome for us this year. I should mention if you're new to quality reporting, This brief discussion obviously will not be enough information to get you set up. Check out our website for a view upon demand webinar that will give you much more detail and provide you the tools that you need to get get started. Now, on a side note, I'm sure you've seen the news lately regarding the New Jersey ASC that was cited and actually closed for a short while due to infection control breaches. Well, there is now a tested patient that has come forward positive for hepatitis B. Obviously, much more investigation in is, is in order to determine if this was actually a pre-existing condition or the result of their treatment at the surgery t- center. Time's going to tell. Clearly, we all need to prepare for the backlash of this situation. I feel the shadow of Nevada emerging once again. So watch our website for an upcoming podcast on this scenario to help you prepare. I think, I always feel like knowing the issues will help predict what surveyors will be thinking about. As a surveyor for IMQ, I know I make a concerted effort to research and read. I would be horrified if I missed something during a survey that might put a patient in jeopardy. I refer to citations as teachable moments. I know it doesn't feel like that when it happens to you, but for everyone, surveyors, facilities, patients, physicians, always a good thing to look back. 
Well, this is a wrap for session one. I want to thank you for listening, and I look forward to you joining us for next week's podcast. Well, Kathy, this was a very concise yet uh, informative presentation today on the 2019 Quality Reporting. If anyone in the audience has further questions, please reach out to Kathy at her email, which is Kathy with a C, C A T H Y, at excellentiagroup.com, E X C E L L E N T I A G R O U P.com, Kathy at excellentiagroup.com. We want to thank our audience and friends in the ASC industry for joining us today. Please don't forget to check our webpage at www.excellentiagroup.com for our next podcast subject. Take care.